From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. I can't believe I got away. Mrs. Edwina Carpenter, how gracious of you to come to us. Inspector Gregson, do your duty. Edwina Carpenter, you are charged with the murder of your husband Augustus Jonathan Carpenter on the 3rd of September of this year. Go, Ed, and cuff me. I'm as guilty as sin itself. Holmes, she seems awfully eager to be incarcerated, don't you think? Yes, Watson. As I suspected she would. It is coming, isn't it, Edwina? I don't know what you're talking about. Just, just, just take me away. I'll confess to whatever you have. Steady on, Holmes. It. It being the instrument of murder itself. Watson, I suggest we move away from the door. Die for your sins. What in heaven's name? No, protect me! Why did you do that? You stopped it, dead in its tracks, you did. Quite elementary when you know Latin, my dear. I simply told it to go to sleep. I say, Holmes, you still astound me to this day. Take her away, Inspector. You have your murderer and the weapon now. Right, come along. We have your accomplice at the station already. An accomplice? Yet another mechanical device? No, the creator of this clockwork killing machine, Dr. Alec Busby. Scientist and creator of the steam power dock workers seen recently loading and unloading chips along London's ports. Mrs. Carpenter had an ongoing liaison with the once good doctor, and they concocted a plan to have this particular machine malfunction and kill her husband while working on the docks. Seemingly as an accident. Although, as the doctor realized, he was but a pawn in Mrs. Carpenter's attempt to gain her husband's properties. And so he gave the automaton new instructions. She's been out running it for hours. Dr. Busby felt regret for his actions and confessed to me earlier today. And he gave you the phrase which rendered the beast helpless. No, Watson. It was a valid answer based on deductive reasoning, intuitively ascertained by my knowledge as to the nature of mechanical devices and the congruent psychology of the scientific mind. Ah, so in other words, 
You guessed. Precisely. Holmes, you're amazing. I know. Better Audio in association with the 4077 presents Victoria, Empress of the Universe Episode 1 Murder in Space Most Foul Written and produced by Victor Aurelius Of all the many adventures I have had with the world's greatest detective, Sherlock Holmes, the one that began today would be our most unique of all. For not only would Holmes be the greatest detective on Earth, but beyond our world as well. Come. Ah, good morning, Mrs. Hudson. Sorry to disturb you, Dr. Watson, but there's a messenger at the door. A royal messenger for Mr. Holmes. Well... Send him in. Dr. Watson, dear brother. Mycroft, it's been a long time. So, now you are a royal messenger, Mycroft? I've never been able to ascertain your true vocation. We've always assumed that you have a sordid connection with the men in white bowler hats, or some other secret organization. MI2, perhaps? MI3, maybe? If I did, Watson, I think my taxes would be somewhat reduced. Her Majesty's Secret Service could not afford my wages. So, dear brother, you are here to escort us to Buckingham Palace for tea with Queen Victoria and Prince Albert? Nearly correct, brother. There may or may not be tea. Oh. Gentlemen, your speed is greatly appreciated. This is a matter of grave importance to the Empire and to my personal friend, Lady Perrington. Lady Perrington. My deepest condolences for the passing of your husband. He was a brave man to give his life in the name of the British Empire. I also wish to extend my condolences, Lady Perrington. Thank you both. Your Majesty, I would like to retire to my chambers. Of course, Penelope. <laughs> Albert, would you escort her, please? Yeah, my queen. Your Majesty, I've reached them during the journey, but only in as far as I was at liberty to divulge. I understand, Mycroft. You may leave now. Oh, uh, yes, Your Majesty. If you gentlemen would follow me.
Incredible! No, Mr. Holmes. I welcome the noted doctor's opinion. This is the most advanced medical facility I've ever seen. I would even say it's decades beyond my own knowledge. That is because it is. Our empire has become more and more advanced since the Britannia was launched six months ago to Mars. Lord Parrington and his dignitaries reached the Red Planet, planting our flag, held audience with the Martian Queen, and tendered a relationship that will benefit both of our worlds. I suspected there was more than the press had led us to believe. Indeed, Mr. Holmes. Uh, Your Majesty, is Lord Perrington's body beneath this sheet? Yes, Dr. Watson. You may examine the body if you wish. Yes, Watson. I think you will be quite surprised by what you see. Mr. Holmes, I sense you have a suspicion as to... Yes, Your Majesty. My nose is never wrong. Hmm. I don't see an entry wound or any external cause of death. I had heard he was shot. Obviously, with a Martian weapon that does not require a metal projectile. Electrical or perhaps even... Um... Your Majesty, I would suggest that you move away from the body. About ten feet would be advised. You as well, Holmes. I always carry a plate of film with me for photographic evidence. No camera? You merely place the film plate on his chest? I think that is enough time. It's clear. If the plate was unexposed, it would be black and opaque. Radioactivity? And there is more, I'm afraid, your majesty. More? I demand an explanation. Your Majesty, I'm afraid that to give you a proper explanation, Dr. Watson and myself need to take a voyage. You're not proposing. Mars, my dear Watson, we must journey to Mars. Gentlemen, your stateroom is here, Mr. Holmes. Dr. Watson, you are just across the corridor. Your chest and bags are already inside. Oh, thank you, young man, for your trouble. A shilling? Thank you, sir. It's very much like an ocean voyage. I look forward to viewing the stars from the upper deck. Well, I must unpack if we are to keep our dining appointment at the captain's table, Holmes. Not so fast, Watson. What is it, Holmes? Just... Stand away from my door. Uh, perhaps to the side. As I suspected. Well, I see you at the captain's table, old man. And I should expect the same greeting in my room? Um, Holmes? I'm a 
bit disappointed. into my mama's kitchen to escape. Whatever happened, Mr. Bush? Well, Duchess, my mama turned from cooking up the best chicken west of the Mississippi and spit out her cigar and blasted the beast right betwixt the eyes with a sawed-off shotgun and blew its head clean all over the place. <laughs> How... Amusing. Hey, you're that English man, Dr. Angel. Uh, Dr. John Watson, yes. Horace Bush is my name. Texas Longhorn and oil is my game. It's a pleasure. So you come up here to see the moon while we pass by. Yes, it's been a fascination of mine since I was a child. This glass enclosure is breathtaking. You can clean sea forever! Oh my. It's humbling, to say the least. You can almost touch the moon's face. Lord Jesus, your daddy done did some righteous work when he carved out that piece of rock. Dinner is now being served. Are you coming to supper, Dr. Watson? I'm powerful hungry myself. I will be along momentarily. Suit yourself. Small prime rib for me. Fascinating. What is that? A ship flying, pirate colors, and a skull and crossbone flag. It disappeared. Mr. Bush, did you see that? Uh, see what, Watson? Uh, oh, never you mind, Holmes. Probably just my nerves playing havoc with my mind. You did drag me on a ship bound for another world. Who knows what hallucinations one might endure? Quite. Especially pirate ships disappearing around the dark side of the moon. One would think one crazed. Eh, what, Watson? Thank you, one and all, for traveling with us aboard the Britannia. I'm your captain, Marcus Bowman. The voyage to Mars will be made as comfortable as possible. Now that we've cleared the Earth's moon, we can boost our power to full steam ahead. Thank you, thank you. Now, our trip to Mars will be made quicker than our last voyage to the Red Planet. While there, we procured plans for an advanced engine component. Our crew tells me that it has been introduced to our engines, and our trip will be noticeably short. And what component has been added to the engines, Captain? Oh, I see the renowned Sherlock Holmes has already found a mystery to solve. <laughs> Not to worry, Mr. Holmes. Our engineers are hard at work, and the transformation will go as smooth as... No need to panic, ladies and gentlemen. The lights will be back on in a moment, I assure you. <laughs> oh, you blackguard! 
home, sister lady, all right? Miss lady, are you all right? Oh, yes, my dear man. This cad next to me cannot keep his hands off my ample bosoms. I know they are tasty, but one should not attempt to sample unless one is asked. I did nothing of the kind. Oh, Maynard! As long as you are unscathed, dear lady. Dame Helena Fitch, Mr. Holmes. See? Dame Helena? (laughs) The two and only. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Dame Helena Fitch, who will perform for your dining pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Who is she? Comedian. World famous. Strange that I've never heard of her before. Observe, Watson. Observe. Handsome and distinguished captain, inform me that he is from one of the most prestigious clans of the Scottish Highlands, as you can see by the size of his sporen. (laughs) Did you see the photograph in the... London Times of the captain sitting beside the queen. He forgot to place his sporran so the royal jewels would not be showing. <laughs> I almost didn't notice the queen. <laughs> Very good. So Queen Victoria has sent the Britannia to Mars once again. I see many dignitaries sitting here who are no doubt going to squeeze a few pounds from the Martian queen. Not that Victoria could stand to gain a few pounds herself. Oh, 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 oh. She could actually stand to lose a few stone oh, 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 <laughs> the size of Gibraltar. <laughs> well, Victoria herself was not able to make the trip. The captain was afraid that her gravitational pull would have brought the moon along with us to Mars. <laughs> what? Do you recognize the man who is laughing? I believe it is Baron Klutzenfeld of Germany. Didn't he recently sign an agreement with Prince Halikam of Persia for rights to a large portion of Baron Desert? What would one want with all that sand? Indeed, Watson. Now, enjoy your meal. We will be quite busy this evening, and you will need your strength. Telegraph our base that we have arrived from Persia. Aye, Captain Wells. Should I awake our prisoners? No, Roberts. Let them sleep until we talk on the moon. There won't be much time for them to sleep once we start assembling our weapon. Welcome, honoured guests. Now, tonight, we have a very special treat just for our dignitaries. Direct from the London stage, where this production has achieved the highest accolades, I present to you, Scenes from Faust. This should be an exciting performance, Watson. Uh, yes, Holmes, I agree. I do enjoy a good opera.
Wait a moment. That stage piece, the one there, center stage, that's not part of the Faust performance. It's from Mussorgsky's Coven Chachina. In fact, you ate the theater. Holmes, no! Don't touch it! I know perfectly well what I am doing, Watson. Observe! Holmes! Victoria, Empress of the Universe, Episode 1, Murder in Space, Most Foul, was written, directed, and produced by Victor Aurelius. Featured in the cast were Sally Wiggett as Edwina Carpenter, Jeff Niles as Sherlock Holmes, Wayne Hayward as Inspector Gregson, Ellie Hirschman as Dr. John Watson, Victor Aurelius as It, the Killer Robot, Lisanne Hayward as Mrs. Hudson, Jeff Niles as Mycroft Holmes. Lisa Duchamp as Queen Victoria. Sally Wiggett as Lady Penelope Paddington. Jeff Niles as Prince Albert. Brian Reed as the Britannia Ship Steward. Jeff Niles as Horace Bush. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Duchess von Alderstein. Joel Nesbitt as Captain Marcus Bowman. Dame Helena Fitch as herself. Alex Gilmore as Man at Dinner. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Woman at Dinner. Gary Coburn as Baron Klutzenfeld. T.D. Kelly as Pirate Captain Jacob Wells. And Michael Romero as First Mate Roberts. Music by Kevin McLeod. Sound design by Victor Aurelius. Copyright The 4077th and All Better Audio 2012. This has been an All Better Audio production. This production was set together by, by the All Make the audio sound all better. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network, where you can enjoy the wonders of the imagination. And speaking of wonders, everybody wonders why the Bells in the Batfree podcast is still plugging along, not only on Friday Follies, but a bunch of times on Sunday Showcase as well. Give Bells in the Batfree a listen sometime, and you'll wonder how he gets away with some of that stuff. Rated G, family friendly. Caution, occasional toxic puns.